Welcome to the clan! This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. That's why this podcast exists. We want you to win, and this is the way the new business model works. You have to come to the table with an audience. You have to come to the table with the business, and then everybody will come to you. They're not going to sign you on your talent alone, and God forbid if they do, it might. it's probably going to end up being a curse because you're going to be the real great artist on a label with no audience. So, um, we called it the climb for that reason. C L I M B, creating leverage in the music business. Genius! The man that came up with that is my good friend and co-host, Mr. Brent Baxter. Brent is also an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady Annabelle, and Joe Nichols, and more. And Brent also helps songwriters like you turn pro by revealing how you can write like a pro, do business like a pro. And he also connects you with the pros, which is just about, I mean, short of him writing all your songs for you and giving you the money, I don't know what <laughs> you want from that. You can find Brent real easily at songwritingpro.com. Once again, that's songwritingpro.com. And I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinnell. Johnny owns the Daredevil Production. They help you find your sound and they help you grow your audience so you can become the artist that everybody loves. And so you can get paid too. Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. You can find Johnny at daredevilproduction.com. That's production, singular, no S, and there is no S because there is no other. Johnny D. What's up, brother? How are you, man? I'm doing well. It's good to see you in the- Making miracles happen? Oh, you know, I'm here at the Lyric Lab at the house here, just, uh, you know, got the mic set up, got my video the stuff set up. The Lyric Lab. That's the Lyric Lab. I'm- is there a publishing company called that? It's a great name. Probably. I know there's a website, but I was like, I, you know, I can't call it the Bat Cave, right? I don't have any bats. And uh, <laughs> so, you know, at the home office, I start calling it the Lyric Lab, and, and it's just pretentious enough to be uh, practicing. <laughs> to be a cool. Pretentious guy like me. <laughs> and uh, it's a lab. It's experimenting. It, uh, it's, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Sometimes they blow up in my face. Oh my God. <laughs> Sometimes they don't. So, so yeah. What, uh, so you're at the helm today, brother. What are, what, what are we going to learn today? Yeah. Well, today we're going to talk about uh, Luke Bryan's current single called Light It Up. Because uh, right now it's lighting up the country singles chart. And today what I want to do is take a look at some of the ways they built this song to be a Luke Bryan hit. So if you want to write hits too, you want to listen on. So that's what it's about. It's about building a hit. You think that's valuable? think people might, you do a listener, do you? Are you interested in like building a hit? I think they're interested I in that. But so. you know what? Before we get to that, Ooh, yes. we've got a brand new five-star review. Ooh, tasty. I like these. Uh, I would like to, to read this off. This is from JB again. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, five-star review got by guy from, it says JB again by guy from Virginia, 2017. Uh, you guys are a great team. Johnny with the hair metal social media angle and Brent <laughs> with the CCM and down home country vibe. Oh, I've learned something new each and every time I've listened, which is every week. I can't wait to meet you guys in person, JB Doty. And he puts uh, in parentheses the appropriate pronunciation of his name, D-O-T-E-E, which was extremely helpful. Thank- now, is that do or do? Uh, I think it's... Doty? Doty. I think it's Doty. Doty. See, he did it. I was like, I still don't know. 
<laughs> I'm overthinking it. I thought it was duty. Now I'm like, is it duty? <laughs> no, I don't think it's duty. <laughs> he said duty. <laughs> right. I don't know. Well, thank you, JB. We certainly appreciate that. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, if you're out there, uh, join the Klein community. We want to remind you to do that on Facebook. Just search for the Klein community. It's a private uh, community. It's growing every single day. Just request to be let in. We'll let you in. Be good boys and girls, and you won't be led to the door. Mm -hmm. uh, ask any questions. We have lots of different uh, content and information that's up there that will that will help you win in this career. And the, the coolest part about it, man, is that everybody's helping everybody else in there, and you get a lot of answers and um, that, that, that you're going to need to, to marketing stuff, songwriting stuff right there in that community, which is cool. So um, that's awesome. It, click subscribe on your podcast player. That way, every single Tuesday when we drop a new episode, you've already got it. You don't got to mm -hmm. go look for it. You don't, don't got to think about it. You got to think about it. It's you all got songs to think about. You don't have to think about Subscribe, 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 subscribe. Right. Uh, leave a rating and review like we just did here with JB Doty. If, uh, if, if you leave it there, first of all, it makes us more legitimate for everybody else and we'll read it on the air and make you famous. So um, there you have it. And um, so with that, let's get into building a hit song with, with hit songwriter Mr. Brent Baxter. Can't think of anybody better to. Mm, there we go. Anyway. Well, since Luke Bryan himself isn't available today. Um, so, all right, let's look at some of the choices that Luke Bryan and uh, his co-writer in this is Brad Tercy. He's also, you may know him from Old Dominion, big mm -hmm. hit band right now. So he's, uh, I think, a lead guitar player in Old Dominion. So he and Luke Bryan got together, presumably probably on the road. And so we're going to look at some of the choices they made when building Light It Up. Now, okay, I wasn't in the room with them, wish I had been, but so I can only speculate at the thought process behind the end results. But as a professional songwriter myself, I can take an experienced and educated guess. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and dive right in. All right. So yeah. point number one. So I have, uh, I'll give you a little heads up and a little overview here. We got four big points here. I'm going to dive into it. All right. So I'll mm -hmm. pace myself accordingly. Point number one is stick to the brand. Okay. So overall, this song is built to fit uh, Luke Bryan's brand of country. Cause what Luke does is not quite what, you know, George Strait does. Right. So for Luke, the lyric is young. It's kind of hip and it's sexy. It's a love song and it's, it's really a desperate one at that. And we'll get more to that point in a second, but uh, the lyric sings me to you, right? He's singing, I know you're checking your phone. So it's me, Luke singing to you love interest girl, which is more sexy and it's more impactful, right? He's singing directly to the listener, which yeah. is just more personal, right? Instead of she's checking her phone. Luke Bryan singing. <laughs> exactly. They tend, apparently they tend to like that, right? They don't want to hear him singing about some other girl he wishes would call him back. No, they want to hear him sing about them. him wanting them to call him back, right? <laughs> little, little decisions, right? Could have been she could just light me up or she could do this, but no, man, it's, it's more personal. It's more impactful singing me to you, especially positive or longing love songs. All right. So it's subtle. It's simple. It's on, it's intentional. Whether at this point for them, it's, uh, it may not even be intentional. It may just be automatic. Mm -hmm. you know, they may not have to think about this kind of stuff anymore because they've been doing it a long time. They just know it's kind of baked into what they do, but there's a purpose to that. Um, so Luke is singing to the female audience, pleading with her to light his phone up. So, the, and the phrasing and the production are also more progressive than traditional, which also fits Luke's brand. So that's just a really important thing. Like, you know, you don't, Taco Bell doesn't sell French fries. Yeah. You know, 
Luke Bryan doesn't sell George Strait songs. Yeah. He, he does his own thing. George Strait's great. Luke Bryan's very successful. They just do different things. Taco Bell, McDonald's, whatever. They're different, you know, both very successful, just different flavors, right? That's right. And so Luke knows, well, this is going to be a song for me. It's got to fit what I do. My audience, what they expect from me. So it sticks to his brand. So again, his brand is, you know, young, kind of progressive, hip, sexy, all that stuff. So this definitely stays in that lane. And so what you want to think about if you're writing with an artist is let's make sure we stay in your lane. If you're writing for an artist, okay, what is their lane? You know, if it's an artist that sings from a more mature point of view, you'd build this thing differently. You know, maybe it'd be about, you know, I wish my kid would call me from college. Where you been? You know, light me up. So, you know, it'd be a different thing if it were different artists with a different persona, a different lane. Sure. So, um, the point number two is this song speaks to a large audience because we want to hit. And that means we want it to be reactive. We want it to hit a lot of people. We want a lot of people to hopefully hear it and love it. So how many people can relate to desperately hoping someone will call to the point where they obsessively check their phones? I, I mean, you think it's pretty universal, right? Desperate phone call. Desperate phone. Oh, I'm waiting on my phone, waiting on the phone, waiting on the phone, <laughs> right? It's, it's a pretty universal thing. So that's a large audience who can relate to it, especially Luke's target of younger listeners. Yes. So, I mean, I think that's a really big point. Okay. So check, it fits what Luke does and what he talks about and how, and how he talks about it. Also, boom, big audience. A lot of people can relate to it and be like, Oh, I've been there waiting for someone to call me back. I'm always checking to see every time the phone rings. I, you know, he talks about, you know, I almost wrecked the truck when my, feel my phone buzz because maybe it's her. So it's, it's really universal. It's really relatable, especially to his target of younger listeners. Also notice how the lyric doesn't talk about how he checks his phone a hundred times at work. I mean, seriously, has Luke Bryan ever had a job in his songs? Right. I don't, no. I don't think he has. Right. And I'm just pull out the lyric a little bit. Um, cause it talks about, I open my eyes, I reach for the phone. Um, in the middle of the night again, maybe I blew you up, but you're drinking, you ignored it. And just talk about, you know, I, I wake up, I check it, I shower, I check it, feel the buzz of my truck and I almost wreck it. You know, I'm waiting for you to light it up. He doesn't say, he keeps it young. So he doesn't talking about, he doesn't talk about checking the phone at school either. So he doesn't say, you know, I go to, I'm in my cubicle and I check it. <laughs> you know, I'm, you know, che- I'm bagging people's groceries and I check it. He's right. not at work. And he's also not saying after homeroom, I check it. At recess, I check it. <laughs> you know, he, he shies away from all that stuff. Um, he sidesteps both and keeps the lyric open enough that both like junior high kids with phones and young professionals can relate to it. So really, it's anyone missing someone can relate to it. It's open and speaks to a large audience, but it isn't vague. Like in the second verse, it could have been easy. Okay, you go first verse, you know, open my eyes and I reach for the phone. You know, maybe the last night I think I was drinking. I think I blew you up, but you haven't called me back. So I'm checking the phone, checking the phone, checking the phone. Next verse might've been like, let's follow him throughout the day. Like I go to work and I check it every time my boss isn't looking or whatever. Would've been kind of a natural thing to do, but that's not really Luke's kind of going back to point one. It's not really Luke's brand. It's not really his lane to talk about what he's doing at work because a lot of his audience, college, uh, high school, whatever. You know, it's not going to fit for a lot of people, but then he doesn't also go, well, I'll go to school and I check it. What he talks about is 
every time I unlock my screen, I hope I see one of those red lipstick, I miss you pictures. You know, I'm on your clock, you're in control, you know? So he goes to another place. He sells images. It's specific. It's not vague. He doesn't just kill time. It's kind of going a little deeper into how he's neurotic about this and a little bit more about their relationship. You picture the girl a little bit more. So it's not just, here's just more of me through the day missing you. It's you get the red lipstick. I miss you picture. You know, which suggests she's done it before and kind of gives you an idea of kind of how she is and how the relationship is, is kind of sexy, which fits his brand and all that kind of stuff, right? So I think that's a big thing. It's not vague, but it speaks to a large audience. And a lot of times I think when people want to speak to a large audience, they will go vague because they want people to relate to it. So there will be vague things about, oh, you know, I, I miss you, whatever, but not have a lot of pictures in case people don't relate to that. Or they'll go the other way. So you lose everybody when you're so vague. They're just like, I don't know what's going on. I don't really care. Or they get really specific in a way that limits how many people can relate to it. And they, so they do a good job of kind of threading that needle of being specific in how he's kind of relating to the phone and her without kind of hitting either one of those landmines. And I and, thought that was well done. Yeah. And I think, it, listen, how many articles have we read about um, how much time we all spend on our smartphones? You know, mm-hmm. so what they were being specific about was something that everybody's doing. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and they, so they can, they can, it's relatable. They mm-hmm. can relate to that. Like, yeah, it's, like, it's so universal right now, but it's also fresh because it's, I mean, the missing you, a lot of times I say with songwriting, it's, we're trying to find a new window to look into an old room. Oh, interesting. The, the room, the old room is missing somebody wanting to hear from them, not mm-hmm. knowing what's going on. Right. That has been sung about a ton of times. Nothing new there. It's, it's an old emotion. Yeah. This is a new window into that going, okay, well, this is specifically about the phone call. What, you know, there used to be songs probably about waiting by the phone and that kind of thing, but this just brings it into today, you know, about the buzz and, you know, the, feel the buzz in my truck and, and all that kind of thing and checking the phone, checking the phone, checking the phone and unlocking my screen. It's a new, newer window into that old room. So it makes it more fresh, still a universal concept, universal emotion, but they find that new window, which is really nice. I love that. the way they- Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. 
Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. You describe that. I heard that somewhere. I wish I'd made that up, but I didn't. All right. So that's kind of a bonus point, I guess, for that to find the new window into an old room, um, which is a, a valuable one. Uh, number three, official number three point is uh, show me, don't tell me. So there are a lot of images in the song and that puts us in the moment. Right in the first line, we see him open his eyes and reach for the phone. We see him checking the phone right after a shower and almost wrecking his truck to check the phone. Uh, we see him unlock a screen. We see her red lipstick picture. As I mentioned in the last point, it, it's, it's open enough for many, many listeners to relate, but it is not at all vague. So he's not just saying he misses her. He shows how much he checks his phone throughout the day. He's, he's proving it. He's showing us how much he misses her because we see him checking his phone constantly. Right. You know, and so that that's just a big deal is painting that picture, not just saying I, it's, it's proving it, you know, it's your your evidence. It's like you're you're a lawyer. And, you know, the listener is the jury. And I think I've used this analogy before, but your point of the song is the verdict that you want the jury to reach. You know, right. and so you're backing up this stuff, but I get no so neurotic about it. I just can't think about anything else. I miss you. OK, that's the the verdict we want the jury of the listeners to reach. Now he's laying out his evidence. Exhibit one, open my eyes. First thing in the morning, I check my phone. You know, a, a example B or whatever evidence bag B is I get out of the shower, check the phone. I almost wrecked my truck checking the phone because I feel the phone buzz. And so it's all this evidence, you know, so that you're presenting to the jury of the listeners. Mm -hmm. So you have to show that and not just talk. Don't just talk about it. Don't just tell me. I don't want that he said, she said. We can't convict anybody off that. Give me evidence. <laughs> you know, yeah. give me some I can see. Give me footprints. Give me fingerprints. Give me this stuff. And that's what he's doing. You know, he's giving exhibit A, exhibit B for that. So a lot and of- And if you've ever, if you're in the middle of living that right now, or if you've ever lived that, it's just going to evoke that emotion. Yeah. You know, as he's telling that story about checking your phone all the time, like it's going to, like you're going to know what that feels like. And so it, it, it all of a sudden, because of the evidence that you're talking about, mm -hmm. that he provides, because of the furniture he puts in the room, the specificity, it bypasses the oral listening to the lyrics and it goes right to your freaking heart. Mm -hmm. And you feel that feeling that you had when you were desperate and right. Or are having <laughs> It's like he read my mail. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, he's been following me around, you know? Yeah, yeah. like, get out of my head, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've been there. Feel like, like the yeah. left on the curb, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, the desperate phone call on return. Like, like uh, you know, that puts you right there. And so then that, that's what evokes the emotion. It's that specificity that when you feel that way, it's kind of like when we talk about meeting somebody new, right? Like, Maya Angelou said that. When you meet somebody new, they're not going to remember what you said. They're not going to remember what you look like. They're going to remember how you made them feel. Mm -hmm. That's the song. Right. Like yeah. if it, you're not going to remember the lyric as much when you first hear it. And you're not going to remember, uh, you know, maybe the, the, uh, the different the melody or whatever. But mm -hmm. you are going to remember how that song made you feel. And yeah. that cuts right to the bone on that. It's so good. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And that's the thing when, you know, you, it's part of what makes like a great comedian, what makes them work is when they hit something and you're like, Oh, that's so true. Yeah. You know, same thing with the song. If you get that specificity, you know, that a comedian comes out and goes like, man, I can't stand my mother-in-law. Okay. You're like, yeah, okay. You know? Yeah. Okay. I kind of heard that before everyone, whatever mother-in-law jokes. But then if you get something really specific that people go, Oh my gosh, that's so true. He didn't make that up. He's just telling me about it. <laughs> right. You know, then you, that's really where it's funny. Or like those Jeff Foxworthy things, you know, the whole, you might be a redneck from years ago. Right. Those were so specific, but what's yep. so funny is when he'd nail one, you're like, Oh, that's me. <laughs> if you got to move your transmission out of the bathtub to take a shower, right? You might be a redneck. <laughs> yeah, anyone that's ever done that was like, "I'm in." Boom, nailed me. <laughs> Love that guy. <laughs> yeah, it's that he, he's showing you those things, and that's what really connects to someone—not just the emotion. Like, yeah, man, we all miss somebody, but finding that. Check my phone. <laughs> you do. Yeah, I've checked my phone 8,000 times in a day waiting on a call back. Okay. You know, so that's really important. That's really what helps you connect. All right, you ready for point four? Yes, sir. Point four is they, they focus the lyrics emotion. So this story in Light It Up is, is one of tension and desperation, bordering like on obsession. So the lyric is relentless in painting the picture of a guy whose whole world is wrapped up in waiting on her to call. So you notice how many times they repeat, I check it, I check it, I check it. All right. I wake up, I check it. I shower, I check it. You know, the repetition is intentional because not only is it real and relatable, it builds the sense of obsession and angst. Mm-hmm. Right? It's kind of like the, the police song, I'll be watching you. Yeah. Classic, right? How much that song just kind of is repetitious and I'll be watching you. I'll be watching how often they Every say that is that. Yeah, every, 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 every deal you stake, (laughs) every, every, I'll be watching you, you know, just builds that sense of obsession and that sort of thing. So this is similar in that way, but just how much he talks about checking his phone. Um, Also, they keep the song in the moment, right? It's not looking back. Like I woke up yesterday and I checked it. You know, I was waiting for you to light me up. I was waiting for you to light me up. No. There's not nearly as much power. The power is in the present, especially when it's a, an angsty, desperation, tension song, right? So they keep it in the moment. So Luke doesn't sing about how he kept checking his phone after their fight in the past. No, we follow him through uh, his day today, right now, as he checks his phone, checks his phone, and checks his phone. It's immediate. It's right now. And it really adds to the sense of tension and desperation. It's all present tense. You watch it happening as it's happening. I open my eyes. Not I opened my eyes. I open my eyes, reach for the phone. You yeah. know? And um, it don't leave my sight since we had that fight. It, you know, it doesn't. It's right now. I get. And it just in that, in two lines. <laughs> yeah. Like you got, you, you understand exactly what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Sets the tone, right? Exactly. Yeah. And the, the clarity is important too. So I'm not having to figure out what's going on. We're having a fight. Yeah. I'll open my eyes, reach at the phone. So you're already setting that, you know, the theme, checking the phone immediately. Uh, not a word from you, baby. She's like, Oh, uh, something's going on here. There's a little tension. There's a like, hmm. it don't leave my sight. So again, you're, you're hitting the phone obsession, desperation thing. Since we had that fight. Oh, Oh, they had a fight. He hadn't heard from her. And you already, you already get everything you need. Yep. 
And now it's just filling the blanks. Right. Now it's just diving deeper into that and filling out a little bit more of the details. But I mean, that's, you get the whole song from those three lines, open my eyes, reach for the phone, not a word from you, baby. It don't leave my sight since we had that fight. Boom. Already got it all. Yeah. Clinging to his phone, desperate for a phone call. They had a fight he hadn't heard from her. So they set the tone early. And the writers know the emotional button they're pushing. And man, they keep pushing that button. They don't get sidetracked with other emotions. They don't muddy the water of the song. They know they, what they want the listener to feel and they focus on that. They keep it simple. And there's also power in simplicity. There's power in the present and there's power in simplicity. Like I said that there's not a lot of, there's no other dangling threads. There's no subplots. There's no, I had these hopes for our future. Right. And I hope they don't go away. No, we don't need all that. Just right yeah. now, I'm just waiting on you to call. That's all I can think about. And they just dial it in and they just hammer it. So, you know, it's, it's simple. I mean, you look at these songs and go, no, oh, that, you know, that's a simple song or it's, it's not rocket science. It's not brain surgery. It's, it's not, you know, the dance or it's not live like you were dying or whatever. But you know what? It is flying up the charts. Yep. And there's some things in here we can learn from. And you might love the song, which is great. It's, it's going to be a hit. It is a hit. Or you may hate it, but there are things you can learn from it. So just to kind of recap before we wrap up is they stick to Luke's brand. Luke mm-hmm. is a brand. He's a brand name. They make sure it sits on the shelf comfortably with the other products in his product line, right? The other songs and the other stuff he does. They speak to a large audience. So they keep it, you know, where a lot of people can go, yep, you read my mail, but they, they aren't vague. They're very specific. They show me and they don't tell me. And they focus on the lyrics in motion. They know what button they're pushing. They just keep on pushing that button. Mm-hmm. They, like you talked about, they, they remember how you made them feel. They want you to feel what Luke is feeling in that song. Yeah, you that's how you're going to remember is by making you feel. Exactly. It's like, we got three minutes here. If you're doing a two-hour movie, you might be able to take us on a big roller coaster. We got, you know, three-minute song. Yeah. We need to just pick, let's pick an emotion and really go for that. There you go. And really drive that in, make them feel it. So that's, that's four areas in which Luke Bryan and Brad Tercy built lighted up to be a hit song. Of course, I mean, we've even touched on some more. So those aren't the only elements that make lighted up a hit, but they're four important ones. And so, you know, if, if you want to discover even more of the elements that build a hit song, I have what I think is a pretty cool opportunity for you. You want to hear about it? I want to hear yes, something. Let's go. All right. So, all right. So this is dropping in, in December. Uh, but in the month of January, I'm hosting a transformative online songwriting event called Building a Hit from Blank Page to Finish Lyric. So in this powerful four-week online workshop, I reveal how to find great song ideas. Okay, I'm going to help you kill writer's block, kill it, dead, and fill up that blank page again and again, right? So we're going to help you find good song ideas. I'm going to help you focus your ideas for maximum impact. You're going to learn how to do that. So you won't waste any more of your great ideas, leaving them underdeveloped or confusing. So you're going to Mm -hmm. focus those ideas. And we're going to teach you how to frame your idea for maximum commercial appeal. So having a great compelling idea is not enough. You have to build your song in a way that an artist wants to sing it and an audience wants to hear it. Some of the stuff we've kind of talked about today already. And lastly, we're going to teach you how to finish your song. Stop leaving your best song ideas unfinished. Nobody loves a song they never hear. And a song that's only 99% finished will never get recorded, will never get on the radio, and it will never change your life. Because 99% finished and in your notebook is 0% finished to the rest of the world. It doesn't right. exist. 
So you got you got to be a finisher. So listen, if you know if you want to join me on a journey that will help you think and write like a pro songwriter, it's simple. You find out more, just go to giftfrombrent.com and download my free ebook called Think Like a Pro Songwriter. What this will do, this will put you on the songwriting pro insiders list. So I'll send you the, all the details. You'll find out about it. I'll also be talking about it on the blog at Songwriting Pro. i give you links where you can, you can get a spot. The spots are limited, okay, for this event. And I only host it twice a year. Now, it's an online event, so you can join me from anywhere in the world. Doesn't matter where you are. You've got internet. If you have the capability of listening to this podcast, you got the capability of joining us, all right? But spots are limited. And I only host this twice a year. So it'd be another six months if you miss this one before this opportunity comes up again. I think it's really good. I really believe in this content. I think it's going to be really helpful for you on your climb. Uh, so good. Check it out. Giftfrombrent.com or you can go to songwritingpro.com. Uh, get on that insiders list so you can get all the details. Because uh, we, like I said, there's not a whole lot of spots because I want to be interactive. Okay. But yeah, that's what I got today. So hopefully it's been helpful for you and hit us up in the climb community. Let us know what you think about it. John, you got any thoughts on that? I know we, Man, I think first of all, I think that's a killer opportunity um, to 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 just you know what you're getting into the craft, crafting mm-hmm. it, like and then and then and then learning how to ship, right? As, exactly, uh, and that's the thing. It's <clears throat> it's one thing to be able to just write a song. I can write a song, but this is getting more into that next level thinking of the decisions, like like you know, Luke Bryan and Brad Tursey made on on this song. You're going to learn to think in those kind of ways to make decisions that are going to help your song be more impactful commercially and make people notice you and your songs. So and it's, it's a, a whole muscle. Yeah, it's a muscle. You got to flex it. You got to work it out. And then it becomes um, the more you do that and, and the more that you are, are doing it correctly, it becomes second nature. Think about how you know you tie your shoes. You don't even think about tying your shoes anymore. You don't remember tying your shoes. Right. right? But, but, but there's a time when you had to do that. Now, if, by the way, if somebody taught you how to do that wrong, or if you were doing it yourself, <laughs> it wasn't right. Like you're going to, you're going to have problems, you know, if right. laces down under your sole and then back up on the top of the seat <laughs> kind of climb on that way. And you know, right. Hey, maybe that works in the short term, but you're going to wear those laces out from walking on them pretty quick. You can see there's, there's, there's better ways to do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so uh, you can get right to the point and get the good stuff from Mr. Brent Baxter at giftfrombrent.com. That brings us to the end of another killer episode of The Climb. Guys, uh, subscribe to it. Take all the hunting and fishing and uh, loving every day out of it. And just uh, it'll just come, speaking of Luke Bryan, right? Yeah. <laughs> See what I did there? And I'll just download right into your phone, man. Um, if you have a, a, a um, if, if you like the content, please share it. If, if you like it, other people are going to like it. They're going to find value from it too. It means the world to us. Mm-hmm. If, um, if you are, uh, I'm, while you're getting that thought together let me just say on the Luke Bryan thing on the subscribing you can skip all the hunting you can skip all the fishing and you can just get to loving it every day just loving it every day there you go that's right oh I know I was going to say leave a rating and review on iTunes man (laughs) Um, you know it means the world to us it really does it's a a great way to kind of give us a shout out it makes us more legit for everybody else and we'll read it on the air and make you famous so um, join the climb community on Facebook. Just go there, request to be in. We'll let you in. Be good boys and girls. We'll be escorted at the end and keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.